joining us for anything and everything rock and roll of course with a little bit of add i'm zach i'm tj and i'm robin and you're listening to rock detention i don't feel tardy what's up gentlemen oh you know another lovely tuesday always and before we get started i don't know if y'all noticed the homage uh to mr eddie van halen at the beginning uh happy birthday eddie you are greatly missed down here. Thank you so much for all you do. Happy birthday, Mr. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Happy Ask. birthday, EVH. I miss his shoes. I used to get his shoes all the time with his print, like the Bumblebee print. The really? Black does, like the... uh, does, what's it called, uh, Converse make those? It, they were a Converse type, but I don't know who he went through. But it was like 5150 brand. Hmm. And... Last time I tried to buy them, there was like a sale, but it was like, yeah, it'd be size 16 or size 3. And I was like, well, I am neither of those. <laughs> That's how I feel with a lot of brands. Because oh. uh, I have a huge foot. And it, yeah. But if you're a size 22, they definitely got those. Wait, I got it. Ready? How'd that Ooh. sound? That sounded good. Yeah, that sounded good. Thank you, HEB Sparkling Water. I do love you. Ooh. And Waterloo. Not to fight, but uh, bubbly tonight boys oh uh, yes the buble but what dude you know buble is doing a uh a commercial for him. A, a, yeah yeah and it, they, well, that makes he's sense. been kind of the poster boy for them for a few uh for a few months now and every all the commercials are the same thing michael it's bubbly not buble <laughs> they're always they should, just re, they should just rename it buble maybe maybe uh side note before i forget boys i watched the bg's documentary last night yes I need to watch Fantastic. that. Fantastic. Fantastic. I need to watch that. Isn't Barry Just Gibb coming out? Is it Barry Gibb? Is he the only one that's still alive? I believe so, yeah. Is, I think he's coming right. out with a new album. He had some flow. Like, his hair. Like, I might get my hair cut like him. Dude, they were rad. Yeah. Uh, they I, were. I got to watch, like, the first part of the documentary, but uh, I definitely saw, like, the last 30 or 40 minutes of it. It was fantastic. I didn't realize they were like kind of like the Beatles, like that, just like that, that sound right away. And they kind of disappeared. And then it was like disco. And like, dude, they wrote some hits, man. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care who you oh, are. Yeah. Have you all heard awesome. the Bee Gees ACDC mashup? No, but I bet that's incredible. Oh, it's, it's pretty funny. Wait a minute. Did you say AC? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're wearing DC? an ACDC shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm that cool, man. You're always that cool. I don't, it's still, so last time I wore this was at the, uh, at the beach, and it's, <laughs> I guess I forgot to wash it, because it still smells like sunscreen and sand. That's like my uh, my dry shampoo, toasted coconut. Probably smells like that. Like sunscreen and sand? Yeah. This podcast brought to you by Sunscreen and Sand. Sand, it's hey, everywhere. If, Get used if, to if it. Beach Babe Dry Shampoo wants to sponsor us, I'm in. See, dude, I haven't done enough research. I don't know if dry shampoo is even good for us. I doubt it is, but my hair's still flowing pretty good, and I smell good on top of it. So, for and now, that's awesome. for the time being. Like, if I hit the 40s, I'll be like, Zach, I made a mistake. That sponsorship was a bad deal, man. <laughs> dude, I'm just playing it safe, dude. I want to keep what I got for as long as I can. So, I am very picky about what touches it. No heat, and no crazy chicks with scissors. No? 
Some good rules. I'd Those say. are rules to live by. No heat. No chicks with crazy. No, no, crazy no chicks, chicks with, with crazy scissors. <laughs> crazy. No chicks with crazy scissors. Do you remember right crazy on. scissors? Or like, I think they were called that. The ones that like you got as kids, and they had instead of being just a straight line, it was like a pattern that would cut. Yes, yeah. I do. Never had any, but I've I seen them. The, I never had any, but I remember the school always had them. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I never like at the time. I was like, that's really cool, but. I don't get the point of them now, kind of. Well, and then the, the girl who cuts my hair, she has some crazy scissors that I don't know what they're called, but they're kind of like crazy. They're jagged, <laughs> and so it's for layering or texturing. I don't know, but it doesn't just cut straight across. I don't know. It's it's neat. It's it's adult crazy scissors, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, guys, we have uh, a guest tonight. Go say, Go don't ahead. we have a guest? We didn't yeah, about her, right? well, we do, and I'm very excited uh, to, to have her on tonight. Uh, uh, I'm I'm very interested to get different perspectives of things, you know, because she's seen the music industry uh, from multiple different, multiple different, different, multiple angles, and uh, I'm really curious to get her thoughts and and um, insight on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying. <laughs> Golly! All right. <laughs> well, anyway, I wrote a really badass intro, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Right here we go. <clears throat> <laughs> off to a great start you want me to take no, over <laughs> no, i put a joke in there and that's why i'm laughing because the joke's so good that, are you ready oh, God, sorry. folks <laughs> robin stop laughing stop laughing here we go <laughs> come on zach stop laughing all right man, here we go folks talk about jill of all trades see what i did there it's a jack of all trades Robin, you know it's funny. You said it last anyway. night. Anyway, <laughs> oh, did I say that last night? Ah, oh, shucks, that was new. Anyway, folks, she's a music enthusiast, an artist advocate, always having her people's backs. Marketing, social media, PR, all the way from Helen Montana. Helena Montana. Please welcome my dear friend Megan Puria. <laughs> What's going on, Megan? How's it going? Well, you know, before I messed up your amazing intro that I wrote, uh, it was going pretty great. How are you? It's going awesome. Jill of all trades. Did I you haven't like heard that? it before, so I liked it. Oh, thanks. See, she always <laughs> has her people's backs, which is something that I like about her. How are you guys doing? Always good. How are you doing? Awesome. We like that. It's freezing. You're back up in Montana, right? Yeah, it's like I don't know, like ten degrees out, something like that. That is. We got eleven. Say... We got eleven here. It is uh, in the great <laughs> state of Texas. It's fifty-nine Fahrenheit. degrees where we are. Where's that? Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Fifty-nine. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's a little, it's a little, um, it's a little chilly, but I guess uh, ten degrees is a little bit different. I think wow. that's what it is. I don't know. That's what it was at 4 a.m. this morning. So I feel like I've been chilled since then. What were you doing up at 4 a.m. this morning? <laughs> I was working. I work at the airport. Working at the airport. Okay. Well, you know what? That's a great segue because I, <laughs> before we got started, I wanted to, um, like, what, what's your past? Because obviously we're going to get to what you're working on now in the music industry. Music industry. So I, I like people to, like, know where did you start? You know, what's your, what's your thing? Yeah. 
who am I? I, you know, I'm working on figuring that out. No. Same. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, gosh, I went to college in Wyoming um, for marketing and psychology. And while I was there, like my favorite thing about college was being a part of the concerts teams. And so we would like bring in really big artists and different local artists or bigger artists like Jason Derulo and stuff like that and do all the marketing and write all the contracts for it. Um, so I went to college for a degree, but that's actually what I came out with is like, Oh, this is what I want to do. This is how I channel my love for music and people into career. So I mean, we're I had figuring no, that out. <laughs> I did not know that you did that in college. Yeah. I knew you were marketing and in psychology, uh, you know, cause every time we talk, you're telling me, you know, everything that's wrong with me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I, I, that's, uh, I, what college has a concert team? I mean, have you ever heard of that, Rob? Most colleges. Uh, what? I've never, I've never heard I've that. I've never heard of that in my life. They may my call life. it different things, um, but there's well, always, there's all, like, colleges yeah. always have some sort of a uh, events, like, council board team. So, because they're always doing stuff like that. Okay. Thanks for having my back, TJ. I appreciate it. Uh, um, I'm gonna, I, I would have changed my major right then and there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even think that was saying. Okay, so you went to school uh, for nothing to do with the music industry, and now you're finding your way into the music industry. Is that basically what you're saying? Yeah, I, I just bartended and booked like local bands and stuff, and then figured out how to do it in college and. Learned more of the business aspect of it. And when I left, I've just been diving into it ever since. That's, that's, that's what's up, which, okay. So how we know each other uh, is, is through one of the bands that you are working with now, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so those of you who uh, have been following the show for a while, uh, one of our first guests, second guest to be exact was Ryan Hayes of Righteous Vendetta. Uh, uh, rockin' metal band, and uh, uh, this is his lovely girlfriend, and that's how we all know each other. And she has been working with him now. What What are you doing with Righteous Vendetta? Well, right now I'm waiting for them to release new music. Um, <laughs> uh, is there Is there a record in the making? There's some stuff in the making. Okay. See, I I didn't even know this. <laughs> you heard it first here. There's some stuff in the making. Yeah. Hashtag rock um, attention, folks. Subscribe. <laughs> but yeah, they've been working for, well, I mean, just like everybody, this year was kind of shut down and they had to revamp a little bit. They've got babies on the way and family Maybe. stuff that they've been dealing with in writing. So yeah, I've just been trying to help them stay connected with their fans and whatnot. Um, so on the marketing side, are you with socials right now? Yes. Yep. Okay. Right on. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You know, Robin, did you meet Megan when, uh, when she was here for ACL? No, I actually met. <laughs> so, uh, I met her and Ryan at the same time when we had that game night, that zoom call game night with a bunch of us and we played, That's right. uh, Jackbox games. Um, so yeah, that was a <laughs> that was a fun 
I think we were all pretty drunk by the end of that. <laughs> that's that's when quarantine and FaceTime meetings were still fun. Yeah. Because yeah. I think what that, that was only like maybe four months into it, into all of this. Was it that far? Maybe. It may have been less. Um, I feel like I gave up on Zoom hangouts like a month in. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, like a month in. Like, yeah. like, it was like the first couple weeks, like, okay, this isn't so bad, guys. We'll, we'll get through this. And then it's a year later, like, no. I had to schedule my first <laughs> Zoom meeting like recently, and I've always been just invited by someone else to join their meeting, and so I had to schedule one for the first time. I didn't know that Zoom had a 40-minute time limit if you weren't paying for it, and That's so I'm in true. the middle of this songwriting session, and the thing just goes, well, you're done. If you want more time, pay for it. I was like, shit. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. You have 40 minutes, and it's up. Um, that, that happened with me at work, too. I was like. Or to schedule the meeting with somebody, and then I was like, "Nope, oh, bye. See you later." This Zoom meeting's like we're done. <laughs> that is a great way to get out of a like an awkward date or something. Let's say your first date <laughs> is on a Zoom meeting, and <laughs> at the forty minute mark, you're like, "How the hell do I get out of this?" Well, sorry, I don't have Zoom Pro. <laughs> nice <laughs> to meet you. You just better hope they don't ask. Hey, you have Pro, right? Like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, with my luck, they work yeah. for you know Dell and have a Pro account. Yeah. Uh, don't uh, worry, I got pro. I'll get you an account. I'm like, oh no, 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 action! <laughs> my oh, battery's about to die. Yeah, that's what my that's what my parents always do. It's like, hey, if you need to, if you need to, you know, use a meeting or create a meeting, you can use our account. And I'm like, I'll oh, just let someone else do it. Like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. I'm good. So, all right, all right. So, Megan, you have been with Ryan for how long now? Uh, like over three years. Did you, when you guys, I'm assuming that when you first started dating, you weren't immediately like doing anything with the band. You were just dating. That's it. I wasn't. I actually had no idea who Righteous Vendetta was when I met him. Um, Same. Same. I did not know who Righteous Vendetta <laughs> was when I met him. That, that makes three of us now. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I hate to admit it, but they rock I met him now. in the back of. This Vance. is going. This is. I was gonna say this is going somewhere. Then the back of. <laughs> the back of where? Oh no! Greatest rock club in Las Vegas, Bams. Oh. So when um, when did you when did you start taking on more of a uh, of a helpful business esque role with righteous? Did you did it start with righteous and then move to other things, or was it kind of other things and then it moved into righteous? It was kind of with Righteous. Um, yeah, I didn't really start doing anything as far as official business with them for quite a while. Um, their guitar player's wife, she's a freaking rock star, and she helped manage them forever. So they had that, and I just used to – I was like the ultimate groupie because I would just fly to their shows every week. Um <laughs> because <laughs> I work for the airlines so I would like come home and work for two days and then go fly to a show in Florida for 12 hours and then fly home and then like fly to another show that is um, awesome by the way yeah. thank you that's like yeah. every musician's dream like find a girl that supports you that much that's yeah just my dream to go to shows for 12 hours and come home that sounds fantastic you fly anywhere in the, in yeah. the country yeah. <laughs> It was so, awesome. Now TJ I'm... has the same dream as groupies, is what you're saying. <laughs> kind of, kind of, a little bit. <laughs> it's a good life, honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so great. 
Uh, no, but it wasn't until way later that I started helping Ryan out with that um, officially. I don't know. I I joke with Ryan that I'm like, uh, I like counsel a lot of them sometimes. I feel like um, I have a really good relationship with everyone in the band. And so I love to talk to them about like different perspectives on things or um, Ryan's like any front man, you know, he can have a head and every musician has a way of doing stuff. And so I like to cool the temperature of the room a little bit, or I try to anyways, and just add that perspective. Um, so that's kind of how I first started really being more involved in it. Cause at first I didn't want to do any of it. So I was like, let's just keep it a relationship and you're already really good at the business. So, which she still is, but I think it can, it can, uh, I have watched many a relationship deteriorate once they start actually working together in a, well, that's, in a business that's a great sense. thing to say, Robin, what are you, what are you <laughs> saying, Robin? No, I'm saying like that yeah. because uh, I was going to lead into that. My parents have both work in the music industry. They own, they run a booking agency and a record company together and they've been doing it for 27 years. So, uh, so I have also seen the other side where it works. And, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's good to see an, it's good to see another relationship that's actually working and, and you guys are really supportive of each other. So, you know, that's all I was saying. It's a beautiful thing is yeah. what he's saying. It's awesome. Yeah. I think that, um, especially artists that don't, I mean, I don't know how, much listeners know but um they're not on the label anymore and don't really have a manager right now and so I think that um stuff as simple as like posting on socials Mm -hmm. um that's super draining like it takes your creativity out of it like no one wants to think about how the next filter on your picture looks while they're trying to write music so (laughs) amen Doing it all by yourself is is it's, it's draining. It's the uh, guys, it like, sucks. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I've been doing the the 365 post to TJ this year. I'm not even a month in. I'm like, this is stupid. I am drained. <laughs> I'm burnt out. One post a day within 24 hours every day. I'm burnt out posting, or not even through January. Yeah, dude. I, I I have enough trouble keeping up with my own social media. Much less, I can't imagine like running it for somebody else as well. So. It, it's, 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 I know why people make so much money doing it. Oh yeah. You know? Well, and what's really, what's really funny to me is that with like the social media thing, <clears throat> um, they've really, really <laughs> like Facebook has taken steps to really kind of simplify it for you. So you can, if you wanted to be really organized, like you can log on on the first of the month and make all of your posts for the month if you wanted to and just schedule all your posts out. And then you don't have to think about it for a month. And just me thinking about just doing that, I'm just worn out. I'm like, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> that like, ugh. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Like, no thanks. Yeah. Uh, see, I love the sound of that. I'm like, yes, that sounds just like so much stress relief because there's nothing worse than like, oh shit, I haven't posted in a week, I better put something good up, and then it takes you five hours to write a caption, and, and no one cares. So it's like, <laughs> I feel you. Well, I don't, I don't want to as much as I love Rob, uh, Robin, uh, Ryan. 
I, I do have one more like relationship type of question, and then uh, and then I want to move on to the next topics. Uh, but uh, let me make sure I say this right. So hold, please. <laughs> um, okay, so this is like a, a multi like it's three questions to to just get it into one, but. You know, okay. Would you say dating a musician is different? Would you say it takes a certain type of person to date a music uh, musician? You know, especially with you coming from uh, a a not music industry job, and and let's let's pretend you're like back in the day before you got involved in music. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on on musician dating? Do you think it takes a special type of person? Um. Yes, I think it takes a special type of person. And I also think it takes um, the musician reaching a certain mindset before they can have like a successful long-term relationship. Um, Because growing into like yourself as just an adult is difficult for anybody. And then also as an artist or as someone that's in the spotlight or has different things being thrown in their face and types of attention all the time. Um, it's really hard to know like what's real and what you can trust and what you even want. So being on the receiving end of the growth of that is, um, really difficult. (laughs) It takes a really patient person, I think. I, yes, yes, I, 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 I agree. Super worth it, but difficult. (laughs) God bless all the, all the women out there and, and men who are dating women musicians, uh, um, uh, or whoever you date. Um, what, what am I trying to get at here? You know, my mom is a nurse and, um, <laughs> me and my dad are musicians, you know, so, so God bless all of y'all for putting up with musicians <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Uh, wonderful. Um, Zach, thanks. Can thanks, I Dr. Yeah. jump back for one second? Cause I just realized you never finished telling us what you actually do at the airport. You just said, I work at the airport and then. We kind oh. of went off. So I'm actually curious as to what you do at the airport. She yeah, I, I, I wish I flew on flu planes. <laughs> I work on the ground. So I work customer service, but mostly I work um, on the ramp. So I like throw the luggage and de-ice the planes and um, work in the cold, which is why 10 degrees is not my favorite. But <laughs> yeah, I do. wow. Wait, so you're like physically lifting. Yeah. You're. you're on the, 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 They're on the suitcases. The... Yeah. But the thing, so see, the, the, the thing that, 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 like, I'd rather throw the suitcases, but man, spraying the plane down, that, that just looks like, fun. that just makes me yeah. even cold, you, yeah. colder just thinking about that. Do you get to go on one of those, like, cool little, like, I don't know, like, Forklift? carts and, like, I, I don't know, but there's, like, a little, little it, cabin, like, whatever. It's got, like, there's like probably, a, like, a professional construction name for that. I don't know. It's a yeah. truck with a bucket and it raises yeah. up and down. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like some other like, the boom Wars. is what it's called, but I did a tour with the Michael. No, Jack. this was with this was with the Rock of Ages show, oh. and I remember our plane was um, grounded uh, for a little bit longer because they had to de-ice it, and it was the first time I'd ever seen that. And being in the plane and watching them straight with the foam, I thought that was the coolest thing. But I guess that's pretty normal in cold places. It is, yeah. It's kind of fun though. It makes you feel like a firefighter for a second, like a. <laughs> Ice fighter. What you've done it? That's, yeah, that's what she that's does. What I do. Yeah. What, what, what you've sprayed the planes down? Yes. <laughs> I thought you were a luggager. So you she do it all. Both. 
sorry. The That's Jill awesome. of all trades. Yeah, she's a she's literally a Jill of all trades. <laughs> wow. Jill of all trades, master of none. But better at okay. Jill of all trades than master of one. <laughs> That's the whole quote. It's just jack of all trades, master of none, but better at Sorry, Robin. Trades we lost you, Robin. Trades. I can't I can't hear you, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I was I was reading I was reading Suthan's we were talking about something a few weeks ago, and and you had mentioned uh you had mentioned something about in between musicians, and I was just, what is an in between musician? I I, I want to talk about that because you 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 made a big point about wanting to um uh, uh you wanted that conversation to come up more. Uh, yeah. As people talk about the in between musicians. So what do you mean by in between musicians? Yeah, so in between musicians, I mean, like, you're not, I don't even want to say, like, the Taylor Swift or, like, Justin Bieber, because that's even too big almost. That's, like, an ultra star, you know? But if you're not, like, Shine Down or something like that, um, and you're not the band that's traveling around your local home state just booking those shows, right? You're sure. You've got a really big following and you go on some pretty big tours and you're like just right there. It's almost like a glass ceiling of an artist. Sure. And I feel like there is just a massive amount of talent that gets stuck right there. Sure. But beyond that, you have um, I think it's a really hard mentality to be in because that's where like that's where the grind really comes in for the bands, obviously, because they're just continuously hitting that wall and whether it's empty promises from labels or singing their hearts out every night and having 10 people show up even though a week ago you know two months ago they had a huge festival or whatever you know so like you're really still like a lot of people know you but a lot of people don't um and I think that uh there's just really not a lot of conversations about it which is a problem for a couple reasons one your support system doesn't have anyone to talk to so it's really hard to know how much to push those artists um, sure. and when to, how to support them best. You know, like when do you say, just keep going, just keep going. You're almost there. Or when do you say like, Oh, I think maybe we should do something else, you know? And I think it's a mindset that um, creates a lot of hardship for both the artists and the, their support systems. Um, sure. And I, I don't know how to find those people. <laughs> right on. Um, Man, I feel like there's so many great in-between musicians, yeah. and it's 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 a weird limbo, you know. It's a super weird limbo, and it's um, I think labels specifically or management and stuff, they have really big ideas for these bands, but then there's always you know like the bigger person sucking up more of the money, or there's you've got to put in a bajillion dollars of your own money to get where you want to go and people start buying their way in and you know that's just a disservice to music lovers and artists everywhere are so, you referring to to like buy on bands yeah buy on, on bands tours. or you know buy on families stuff like that i feel you yeah i uh i i don't know how i feel about it i don't, I don't have an opinion uh but i imagine if i had all the money in the world and and I had a band that just wasn't taking off, but I I just wanted to play. Like, I I'd buy on if, if I had all the money in the world. Didn't care. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, Use I was the NASCAR track. <laughs> <laughs> Use the NASCAR. I uh, yeah. 
I live downtown, so sometimes I get traffic. Downtown. Are you from the <laughs> north? She's from the north. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I so I, I, yeah, I guess if, if money's no issue, hell yeah, man. I, I've, I've got a buddy who's 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 got a band, awesome band, and uh, and he's uh, he's becoming a doctor as we speak. And and I'm like, but dude, don't don't you want to like pursue music? And he said, bro. I'm going to make in like 400 grand in 10 years. I'll buy onto whatever tour I want. Touche. Yeah. Fun coupons. Yeah, I think that's really a disservice to themselves, honestly, though, because your grassroots following is what supports you forever. You know, they're the ones that are going to buy all your merch. They're going to buy all your CDs and stream it all day. They're like the diehards, you know. They're going to tell their friends and their sisters and their of course. person they meet on the street, and that's going to take you way further than, like, I oh, that was a pretty cool band. Let's watch the band we came for. So I absolutely agree <laughs> with everything you just said. I don't want to come off as some sellout. No, that I, I'm just saying that I, I can see both sides of the fence. Oh, for uh, sure. But absolutely, grassroots, your your diehard fans from day one, absolutely, that's always going to be better. But if you do have all the money in the world, why not go do an arena tour? Well, you yeah, know? I mean, like, they, oh, they, I can't. It, it's 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 uh, it's a, it could be a strategic thing too. I mean, um, I know of several artists that have you know bought on to tours and it's like pulled their career way up and um and then i I know other ones i know the other ones that have bought onto the tour and it's just like yeah we got about like you know a month and a half into it and we just realized we we had like hemorrhaged money and we weren't getting what we wanted out of this um so you know yeah it's it's kind of weird, honestly. Like when I first heard about that, I was like, "Wait, you can just buy on to a tour?" Like, well, that's just where's the, where's the hard work? Where's the all this? And it's like, yeah, there's there's you know, assholes that don't do the hard work and then just have all the money and buy onto the tour, and then there's those that you know don't have all the money at first, do all the hard work, get to a certain point, get to this glass ceiling that you're talking about. And that, that's one way that they could potentially get through that glass ceiling is they they buy on to some tour and then, you know, they're in the right place at the right time and it's just like, boom, next level. Uh, but it's all it's all a crapshoot anyways in the music industry. So, so you're, yes, I'm saying there's a chance. Okay. <laughs> so you're OK. I wasn't, wasn't going to steal your thunder, Thunderboy. <clears throat> so you're OK with. With buy-ons, like you're you're on the same page with me, is what I said. Yeah, basically, it depends on the situation. Like if if uh, yeah, it really and it really does. I mean, it also depends. Like if if like if Righteous Vendetta was to come into a, you know, say they got an angel investor, and um, I mean these guys have released several albums. They're a phenomenal band. They've worked their asses off for as long as they have, and. They get an angel investor, and they all of a sudden have a chance to like buy onto the Shine Down tour. Mm-hmm. Like for me as a business person, you know, you weigh the the way the you know the ups and downs, the pros and cons to it, and it's like I wouldn't knock them at all for doing that for buying onto no. that tour. For sure, I think it's definitely situational, like you said. Like, um, I mean, that's kind of where talent buyers come in. Talent buyers, you know, they they're not going to the kid that is. I don't really like the term trust fund kid, but I'm like someone that has a lot of their own money, whether they worked for it or mm-hmm. inherited, whatever it is. Um, 
they're going to the ones where they've seen something in them and that's an investment that they want to make. Right. right? So someone else is investing in them. Right. Um, you know, or yeah, if your dream is to go on a arena tour and you got the dough to make it happen, more power to you, I guess. But <laughs> and it, we're, I'm going to get super, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, inst- instance. Uh, what, what, what You just called it something, Robin. Uh, what's it called uh situational situational yeah situational yeah, yeah. So, so like it's a big one it's a big one <laughs> that, that's... I, don't, I don't even like you uh, so let's say all right so you know that tour that got canceled but it's fixing to happen eventually one day the uh uh, uh motley crew oh yes yes uh, poison uh, motley crew joan jet yeah. def leppard def leppard yeah Okay, Still got so let's, for let's just say we had an 80s metal band, all right? And we had an angel investor. Yes, I would yeah, say absolutely. Yeah, dang right, I'd pay whatever it was to be on that yes, tour. Yes. All right, I just wanted I to get situational well, for actually, you for a second. For, for a tour like that, I don't know if we could pay onto it. I mean, you'd have to pay a pretty large sum to get on a tour like that because they already have four bands, and they're four very mainstream known bands. Bro, we'll be the opener for the opener. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is that there may not even be time for that in that. In there's that there's always up. time. There's time. Bro, they, there's they time. probably got clauses on clauses in yeah. those contracts saying I mean, no buy-ons allowed. Yeah. When the door <laughs> opens, we start. Okay, you, you dream. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna step on your dream, man. If that's your dream, you dream it. No, my dream is not to play walk-in. At... <laughs> I would. I shoot. Why not? Dude, you know what? Uh, I don't. Were you in the band when we opened for um, uh, Blue Man Group? No. I wish. We, we okay. Well, so we played the. Uh, we opened up. We played for their VIPs. Like before the show, there was like a big banquet dinner and a yeah. meet and greet with the band and the and the Blue Men. Like two of them came out. Were they dressed um, in blue or did they just come out normal? I don't remember. How do you not I remember? Think, were they blue or blue guy? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't meet them. Oh, Dude, you're not you didn't blue see at them all. Just walking around. Maybe they were out of costume. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just paint my face blue next podcast. See if you notice. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, this was like 15 years ago. Yeah, and I, I, I literally. Do you realize that I only played in technicality four shows? Really, I played only three, but technically I played four um, because we had a double. We played back to back on one day. So, okay. Yeah, I've only, I only played three or four shows with you. That's it. They were really cool. They were really big, but. Um... So, Megan. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> so, they were blue. They maybe weren't. I don't know. So, so tell us. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. But anyway, so so what's for the future? What what's next in your journey? Uh, uh, are you still doing the airport stuff, or is that gonna be I, settling out soon? What's what's going on? I will work at the airport for as long as I possibly can. Um, so I'm I'm not leaving the airport. Um, I just work there part time. So it's not too much of a time dedication. But I quit my full time job actually, so I'll be done in three weeks. What up? um which will obviously scary for anyone but I really loved my job so 
that was a big step for me. And now I am just starting to hone in on more of how I want to take my love for music and the industry to the next level. Or I, I say that like, yeah, tomorrow I'll just be involved. Um, <laughs> Everything's a process, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I just wanted to dump, dump, jump, dive, <laughs> um, head first into it and, you know, focus all my energy into it. So Sure. Are, are you working with any, um, obviously, the Righteous Vendetta crowd, but is there any other artists or bands that you're working with that you can talk about right now? Yes. Um, so I've been grinds managing Jonah Prill, who is a country artist and a TikTok fame, amazing country singer. Um, so I was helping them do some of the marketing stuff for that. And then also um, Zach Goggins, who is the drummer of Righteous Vendetta. Um, he started his own personal project and I've I'm diving into work with him now too. So very cool. I did not know that. I knew about the Jonah stuff. Um, uh, now, does Jonah have any songs coming out soon? Jonah has some things coming out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, all right. Um, it's it's things. He already has Everything one song things. out, right? Things. He does. Yeah. yeah. So I can't tell you dates or how many, but there's some things and they're great. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I I love the team uh, working with Jonah. Obviously, Ryan and uh, uh, Justin. It's just the two of them, correct? Yep. Right on. Uh, Justin, phenomenal guy. Love him to death. Amazing guitar player. Amazing producer. Um, I'm really excited for that crowd, man. Yeah, they are unreal. I I can't wait for it. It's it's just getting better and better. So, and Jonah's really getting into his sound and stuff now, and that's been awesome absolutely yeah. such a sweetheart i love that you know you would expect he's got the typical you know pretty boy um you wouldn't expect him to be as sweet as he is and then you meet him you're like oh you're a teddy bear you know 100 percent, yes like i have girls messaging me like my friends and stuff or my cousins in california or whatever and they're like who is that and is he nice or like what <laughs> how do do you have his number <laughs> dude I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what um not that I have a TikTok or anything. Yes, I do. Um, oh, but... dear. You're, you're kicked out. <laughs> oh, you're kicked shameless out. <laughs> self-promotion. Okay, keep going. Oh. I, I, do, I, I do have a TikTok. Um, but that's not why I'm saying that. <laughs> but anyway, like, there might be some, some really good-looking people uh, that pop up on my TikTok. And, uh, and I'll tell you what. Four out of five times when I, like, fall in love with a chick on TikTok... <laughs> She follows Jonah, and I'm like, what is this? He, Seriously. He hacked the system. None of us know how he does it. We're just like, what is Because there's no... There's no <laughs> you just got uh, 20,000 more followers? There's <laughs> no awesome. algorithm. There's no set algorithm like uh, Instagram and Facebook. There wasn't, but there is now. Uh, yeah. Did, when did mm -hmm. they change it? Because... Uh, Robin's mind just got blown. Well, because the, the, <laughs> because I'm still getting... Like, when, so, like, I downloaded TikTok for the first time, like, like a, about a month ago, because I just finally got so curious about it. I was like, okay, I want to see what, what the hubbub about this app is. And uh, even up to, like, a few days ago, that the, the For You feed makes absolutely no sense. I mean, Zach's commented it on it several times when I send him videos, he's like, dude, your for you feed is so different than mine. And oh, I yeah. get videos that don't make any sense to anything that I've liked. And so like, that's why, I, that's why I'm like, I don't, 
I'm curious, like the, the algorithm of that app makes me very curious because Instagram and Facebook, it's just fucked in my opinion. I mean, it is so hard to break through. <laughs> and there goes our social media platform. Oh my God. It's not going anywhere, guys. <laughs> well, um, now we're not going to have Zuckerberg on okay, here. Okay, cool. I'm fine with it. Well, uh, well, well dude, look, the, the, the way TikTok uh, knows what's put on your For You page is they look through your camera and they're looking into your eyes. And when they see how excited you get about something, even if you don't like it, they know. I think yeah, I'm joking. We can just trying to give you what you want, you know? Well, is it the Winklevoss twins? We could have them on still. Robin hasn't ruined that one yet. <laughs> he probably fuck has Bitcoin. crap to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, there goes the Winklevoss twins. My Bitcoin just went down. Yeah, uh, I yeah I, all the platforms definitely have their own. They they are their own rhythms machines. Yeah, I will but, say that TikTok is the only one that I've come across, and I say this now after looking through that through it for as long as I have now, and um, TikTok is the only one that seems to be. Uh, the algorithm or, seems to be for the creator. Like it's it like it's truly a mix of everything. Like I'll come across someone that I've like who's posted a video that I've liked. Like I never see Zach's ever. I never see his on my for you. But I've liked maybe you should follow I've liked him. four or five of his videos. He's oh, thanks. He's the only one who I've got like multiple video likes of. Everybody else is just like one video. I'll be like, oh, that's funny, or oh, that's really that's really cool, but I never see his. And uh, okay, well, we need to get Robin into a TikTok crash course and how to use. Well, the, it's just the, into the, <laughs> the algorithm is is, is fast. Like, all of that stuff is fascinating. I mean, TJ, you probably know more about the all the IT stuff since that's actually kind of your job is IT. But like, yeah, how does TikTok work, TJ? <laughs> I have not nerded out enough to get into it and go, guys, here's the source code I actually saw just now. And that's, uh, <laughs> can you hack the Instagram uh, source code, please? Cause, uh, well, and now uh, we're getting our yep. Instagram taken down. Yep. They're listening for that stuff. We're going to be banned from everything. Banned. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you just said something that triggered a question for me. Um, uh, I, it's a two part question. First of all, and I don't need a like super in depth answer, but thoughts on Twitter, go. I don't know why I'm holding my. That's very. <laughs> you, want, you, want, you want to keep track of the two parts. You got the first part. Thoughts on Twitter. Um, for the most part, I don't think Twitter is a an effective platform for artists. Thank you. Yeah. Agree. Um. Mm, nope. I, I can't even really think of a good example of disproving myself. So. Well, I've been bitter since Twitter since I couldn't get our handle. So. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, and then you, finally. You've been bitter at Twitter. I've been bitter at Twitter. That's anyway. Uh, is it safe to say that the big four, and when I say big four, I'm referring to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and TikTok now. Okay. Uh, do you think they'll have full control forever, or do you foresee a new? I mean, what else is there? I what as far as social media goes? Yeah, I think there's a couple things that are going to happen. Um, one, like Spotify is working on being a social media platform. You can. That's my opinion. Anyways, that's not a fact. Okay. Um, but the way that they're they're setting up their entire platform, it, it seems like they're trying to go more into a social media thing. Um, I also think that Spotify will become a record label um, soon. Sure. Is so, it YouTube music a record label? Like, 
Yes. Question. Well, probably not. Probably not in the technical terms. Robin's on um, it. Don't worry. I'm on it. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't know. I remember Gary V. He's a. Do you follow Gary V? I do. Vayner Truck. Um, I remember him. He was giving advice. It was a. It was a music talk, and and someone. He he was talking about YouTube, and he was like, "It's the largest record label in the world." Um, well, maybe he was just. I don't know the details on that, but I do know. Sorry, Robin, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They, uh, they're not a record label. So okay. They, I, yeah, that's a that's an odd thing to say that they're the largest record label. They, okay, you know what? Maybe I misheard him. <laughs> sorry. Maybe, maybe he no. Maybe he said that that uh, uh, they're the largest music distributor in the world because I mean you're, they're technically distributing videos and music throughout the entire world. I guess maybe. you can classify it as that. I don't know. Well, if you're listening to this and you work with <laughs> you it, know the go answer. into the comments and let us know. <laughs> and of course, be sure to smash that subscribe button. So the thing that people forget about um, on YouTube is that it's a search engine. Um, YouTube is actually a search engine. So it's, it, people think of it as like a, a media platform, uh, like Instagram, kind of like you can have your own profile and follow people sure. and stuff. But it's actually considered a search engine. So like when you type something in, you're getting... Yeah, the video with the most hits, but it's also the one that people um, have like recommended the most and got the most value out of. And then your suggested videos are related to topics that you've searched before and stuff, just like Google hits are. So you just blew my mind a little bit because <laughs> I've always considered YouTube like a place for videos, but really, you're absolutely right. It is a search engine <laughs> where your all of your your inquiries are. Or your results are just videos. Wait. Wow. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for being here. Um, <laughs> take care. That's my contribution. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thank you for Absolutely. coming to my TED talk. <laughs> I miss the old YouTube though. It's like what I've been searching lately. It's like no, I've seen the newer videos. I want some of the old school. Like I used to go down the wormhole. So maybe it's a good thing because I used to be up to like three in the morning going, I haven't heard this one before. Oh, I like this. What's next? Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't if you were to watch like all the videos on YouTube, it's some ridiculous, it would take some ridiculous amount of time, like thousands of years in order to watch all the videos on YouTube or something. I've done it twice already. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, he did it at 1.5 speed. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. Go, just go for your dreams. Good job. Yeah. It was after I finished Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, now, now I'm on to Hulu and then I'll, after Amazon Prime after that or something. I don't know. I, I had a question. I, uh, I was just going through my list to make sure I didn't forget anything. And I did want to ask you, uh, uh, this, this is going back, stepping back in the conversation. Where did all of the, where does your, your love for music and musicians, the, the empathy and compassion you have, especially for like the in-betweeners. That's yeah. what we call them, right? In-betweeners? Yeah, in-between. Trademark. Where does this come from? <laughs> Wait, I didn't um, catch that. What was the joke? She went, she was, she was, you said the in between and she went trademark. <laughs> oh, I'll be damned. Dang, tea. shoot, shucks. Here we go. It, it's probably already taken. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, that could go way back. Music is just like my best friend, you know, like music is always there for me and I love all types of music but one of my favorite things about it is getting to know the artists behind the songs because 
I think of music as like a language essentially. So when you learn to speak music, um, I feel like you're connecting with like people on a completely different level. And so you can feel that through live shows and you can feel that through your headphones in, you know, whatever mood you're in, or you can dance with someone and feel it together. Um, but essentially it's like a language that's heard and felt to me. Um, and I've always felt that way. So I, for as long as I can remember, um, dive like really deep into learning about artists and watching like documentaries and reading about where they came from and why they dove into music. And usually it's some kind of struggle that they overcame and, you know, that was their outlet. Sure. Um, so I love that. Like, I love the connection that music brings to the world and where I fell in love with it because of my psychology brain is I like to know like their mental evolution throughout that process, uh -huh. um, which you can hear as their albums grow and whatnot. So um, fast forward to now, my true passion behind what I'm hoping to do is advocate for the artists um, not to lose themselves in the process of things like record labels and social media posts um, because they have such a great story and there's, it's so easy to get hung up on like the money or the look or what you're wearing. And I don't know. I, I just think that's kind of a bummer. Like it, I don't know, like the good old days, like that's, I don't really want to say that because I think there's always been some level of that, but now it's just like in your face all the time. Of, of course it's who can be weirder than the next person. Well, I, right. Um, I think, I think one of the biggest problems that we have right now it just in, uh, I'll say in music because I can speak intelligently to that, but I would also, I would be willing to say just in art in general is that, uh, it's, I think people have gotten too into the formula of it. And instead of just making art because they love to make art, they're concerned with, as you've said, the look, the, you know, oh, I don't have enough money to do this or, you know, I'm not talking to the right people. And, and um, Zach knows this about me. I have, uh, I'll complain all the time when I find, like I come across someone on Instagram and uh, it's all just like model pictures or, you know, pictures of, of things that have nothing to do with music. But if you look at the top under their, under their profile picture, it'll say musician slash band. And I'm like, where's, where's your product? Where's your music? And I get that we're the brand, you know, the artist is the brand as well. But I think they're so concerned with all these other things because I think that, that as a business and as a society, we've told them this is what you need to be concerned with. Don't worry about, you know, this, you know, the art part of it. That's small. Focus on all of this stuff. If you've got the look, if you've got the vibe, if you've got the voice, if you've got the, you know, the Instagram followers, then, well, then the art will come. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I very much agree. I, I think a lot of people lose themselves in that. So I know I struggle with it. I struggle with trying to keep myself from caring about that, even though I know I need to care about it a little bit. So, yeah, I think it's really hard to know, um, like where that line is too, as you grow in your music career, like, you know, how much do you need to sacrifice of yourself and how open do you want to be about things? I mean, we are seeing lines drawn right now about people being too open about their beliefs. 
as musicians or, you know, people showing too much of their family strife or something like that or too little or whatever it is. So we basically all have video cameras attached to every second of our life, um, which is awesome for a connection, but people are capitalizing on it um, that aren't us. So that, that aren't they musicians or, you know, their families. And that's hard. They're selling your life. So in your life and in many in many cases without you even knowing or or getting your consent about it right and without giving you a chance to even really process it (laughs) so well that was deep i was gonna say yeah (laughs) how do we follow up with that (laughs) well uh we still have 16 minutes, so you better <laughs> follow up with I mean, something. I can talk about that all day, but we can lighten it up. Well, I, uh, I just think it's 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 something that that the that all of the consumers don't normally think about. I mean, you know, one of my favorite things, and, and this is going to sound really, really weird. So bear with me because I, I, like, I want to, I'll explain it if, if it's not clear enough. Um, one of my favorite things to do is if I know that an artist went through like a drug period, I love to listen to the before, during and after and see how they grow as an artist. Um, and people don't normally look that deep into it. I'm glad that you do, Megan. Um, and it, it, cause it, it affects the art in such a way. So, Today, if you if you pull that back out and you look at what's going on with artists today, you it's not a it's not a drug it's not drugs per se. I mean, yeah, they're still there; they still permeate the business, but um, it's it's this social drug, I guess you could say that this like um, you know I have to be seen, and so everything I do needs to be seen. Okay, well if if I'm not being seen or if I take a, you know, a month off, it's like I said earlier, if you don't post on a regular basis, the Instagram and Facebook algorithms just don't care about you. So if you only like, like for me, it, it kills my, it kills my Instagram posts because I only post every maybe once or twice a month. I'm terrible at it because I, 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 I see through it all. I just, I would rather create art than create an Instagram post. But if you're trying to be an artist in this day and age, you, you have to do it. I applaud TJ for uh, doing as many Instagram posts as you have because you sit at the top of my feed. Every time you post, it comes up on the top of my Instagram feed. And so... Yeah, not not for long. Uh, you know, he's given up on that. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> we'll see how long he keeps going. But um... I, I got I to gotta stick to my guns. 365, but I'm burnt out, man. I'm going to need a lot of Celsius to get me through. Yeah. Hey, dude, if, if you want to get more likes, bro, just take that shirt off, all right? <laughs> Show them tattoos off more. I um, was thinking yeah. about if I started showing my ass, if I get more followers. I don't know. I, I go to the gym, so. You should try it, man. Actually, that's for our OnlyFans page. <laughs> yeah, to... we'll get the OnlyFans rocked attention page. Great. Like a like a steel steel panther thong. Sure. Yes. Whatever. Or a, righteous, a righteous vendetta. <laughs> Kill two birds, one Wait, stone. Does righteous vendetta do underwear? Uh, no, they did. Like at one time, there was like. I think they were like boy shorts for girls though, but like you know what I'm talking about, like cheerleader type shorts. Cheekies, cheekies, sure. <laughs> I've never yeah. understood why are they. Called, I don't have any. Why are they called boy shorts? Because boys like them. 
I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> the first question but, she doesn't have an answer to. <laughs> Robin, I do think you're right, though. Like, um, He doesn't get to hear that very often. There, <laughs> There's definitely, like, artists just want to be artists, but also you're doing art as your business. So in order to make your business successful, you have to have a business strategy, and that's going to include social media yeah. right now. So that's why, I mean, it's, it's nice when people ha have help with their social media or their image or whatever they don't, you know, have the creative headspace for, mm -hmm. or just in general, the headspace for. Um, but I do think it's a really important part because unfortunately that's the machine that we've all created. So yeah. and it's, it's, you know, like I have a, I have a love hate relationship with it because there are so many times when artists that I love will post really awesome, like behind the scenes clips of like r random shit. Like uh, Butch Walker w did it the other day where he uh, took up, he, you know, he put a, a video up and he goes, okay, I have a really, really short amount of time to do this, but someone asked me what my mic setup is for my studio and this is it. And he just literally ran around the studio and he just like starts talking about the mics and he goes, I put this on this one, do this on these drums. I put this in front of the piano. And if you ever want to do this, you know, if you're trying to mic a piano like this, and it was just like, that's like really cool. And you would never get to see that unless he happened to put it in a documentary before social media. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think, I mean, you have to manage your expectations of yourself too. You know, like social media is a great tool to connect. That's what it was created for. But if we put all this pressure on ourselves, like, oh, my God, I didn't get enough likes and my band page isn't hopping, um, that's an expectation we're setting for ourselves, right? So if you feel good about how you're connecting with your fans, great. If you want to connect more, let's do more. If you want to connect in other ways, let's do it a different way. Well, it's a good so. thing the, the, that my expectations of myself are incredibly <laughs> low. Set them low. Set them low. if you fail... Lower no expectations. Um, <laughs> so, so what? What is your what? What, what is your ultimate goal uh, with, with this music journey that you're starting on? Is it is it multiple bands? Is it focus on two or three? Uh, and and what is the, the ultimate dream? Um, I think that ultimate dream is still evolving. Um, I don't think I've been deep enough into that industry to really know exactly what I want it to look like. Um, but my goal right now is one to put all of my time and energy into it, which is beginning. So that's a great step. Um, Especially in three weeks, right? <laughs> yes. Um, but I mean, hopefully I, I just want to learn from people that have been doing it longer than me. And from, I mean, I follow, I, I, this is what I do love about social media and podcasts specifically is you can just hang out with people that have been doing it forever um, and hear about their triumphs and failures and how they did that. Um, so I've been really fortunate to connect with a couple of those people. Um, and I hope to get to learn from them um, in a more direct way soon. But um that's my goal. I just want to learn from other people and also just jump in and do the work because that's how I'm going to get anywhere. So do you, do you plan on touring? Uh, I would love to tour. Yeah. I love touring. Oh, okay. So you're down I, to, I've never been on tour like as a band, but, um, sure. 
I love to travel and I love music. So touring is travel and music. So <laughs> sounds like TJ's life. Yeah. I'll I'll run your social media, Zach. Let's go. You'll do it, dude. Do it. Post go. every day. Man, oh, I'll be I'd be burnt out with just me on my own and then yours too. Oof. Double duty. And, and then I'd be like, oh, not that one, dude. My cheeks are puffy, you know. Uh, what's no, wrong with that filter? He'd throw a coffee cup at me or something. <laughs> oh, man. I think, uh, I think that's one of the most tedious things about Instagram and just that whole thing is going through and, like, choosing oh. the right photo. <laughs> photo then, or filter? What? Filter or photo? Photo. Screw oh, the filter. Photo's easy. Filter's hard. <laughs> well, I just always I use the same filter for everything unless it's a video. I use the Ludwig filter on... <laughs> On Instagram, that's just that's my filter. I like it. I think everything looks well, good. Well, there's it. a secret, folks. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Okay. Let everybody know. Secret. You gotta have your presets. So, <laughs> I make that shit easy. Finding the right photo, oh. and then not repeating photos if you can help it. I don't know. I'll repeat a photo if it's like two or three years old. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like if if it's really good. That's like oh, yeah. every artist ever right now is like, oh, what do we have in the archives? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not doing anything. <laughs> hey, well, that's why I'm trying to do collaborations. Last week, I put out a collab with a with a guy out of Norway. That was uh, a great collab, it, by the way. For those of you watching, if you have not seen this, he plays. They play one of my favorite songs, and they nail it. So well, thank you. Thank we'll you. post it on the Rock Detention Facebook page. Oh, bless you. Ooh. Um. And 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 yeah, I I I think a lot of people are, are digging back in their phones, like what the hell can we post? Because unfortunately, and I'm not happy about this, but the algorithm's real. I mean, yeah. I had substantially. This feels so stupid talking about, but like I had less followers on the Rock of Ages tour last year, and was getting more hits on my stuff because I was posting one to two times a week, whereas now I'm posting like once a month. And and the the outreach has just yeah. plummeted, like they do punish you for not staying up with the game, you know. Yeah, I'm no. You know but also, if you're connecting with people with nothing new to say, that's why it's there. That's why what's there? The algorithm, like. Um, I mean, not that I'm a fan of a lot of the algorithm either, but I think essentially it's saying like everyone's in the same boat right now. Like no one has new content as an artist. No one's touring. No one's got much going on unless you're releasing a new album right now. Like, so there's nothing, there's nothing new there. And unfortunately Instagram's super, super dang smart. And they know. <laughs> they know. Facebook. So, so, you know what? I, I, I'd like to pick your brain on this. And then Robin, don't forget about your famous question uh, before the end. Oh man. I've been stressed about that one. All right. Oh, I've been waiting for it. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Because well, I, I gave her, I also, we, we chatted last night and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give you a heads up on this. Uh, oh, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, watch, him, watch him change the question. I'm going to change yeah. the question. No. <laughs> You're stuck on it. Sorry. But she, 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 already, she already said it. Up. She goes, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't think about that. So <laughs> okay, good. we're going to have wonderful. the. Uh, uh, okay, so I, I've had this conversation uh, multiple times with Robin um, over the last couple of months because I, uh, he's been working on his EP and, and I too have been working on my solo career. Um, I want to do a, what are your... do a show together before you leave Austin. Just saying. There you go. Um, yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Um, what are your thoughts on on content right now? Uh, do you think right now 
is a good time to be releasing music? Or do you think because, or do you think people are, are, are burnt out on content because there's been so much content the last nine months? What are your thoughts Um, on that? I think it's always a good time to be creating content. I mean, you're a creator, so create. Creating, yes, but Mm -hmm. releasing. That's my in particular question. Why are you creating if you don't want to release it? Well, for the future. Nah, the time is now. Um, No, I firmly believe, like, like, (laughs) I firmly believe you are a creator. So, or, I mean, I tell Ryan this all the time. Like, you're a singer. Sing. (laughs) Um, Because I just think it's important. Like, oh, what do I do? I can't work. I can't tour. I can't, you know, do rock. And it's like, well, play your guitar and release it sing a song and put it out there you know like that's what you do so you got to keep doing it um otherwise none's gonna happen you know like if you don't show up for work you you don't you don't get any work done and you you don't move forward on your project no you're right (laughs) well then then speaking of ryan uh um i would like to see more uh singing videos so if he could do uh some singing oh videos gosh. and post them. That'd be great. Thank you. I tell them all the time. Everyone listening, just at Ryan and just tell them to do some singing videos. Yeah. No. <laughs> at Ryan Hayes official. If you're on Instagram, that's at Ryan Hayes official. So uh, he's going to kill him. me. Uh, <laughs> oh, and what is your at? My at, at Megan Perea. Spelled right there below her on the screen. H-A-N-P-E-R-E-A. Yeah, don't forget that H. Meghan. That's are, you, are you are you Latina? I am. So is it uh, Perea? Probably in. Roll that R, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't roll my R's. Everyone makes fun of me for it because I should be able to. Hey, four years of Spanish, so. I don't know. I I took hey. Spanish in fifth grade, and my Spanish my, my teacher was like, "When you get to high school, pick another language." <laughs> <laughs> that bad i was terrible at it um i I just don't understand the people who it's it's like you know como te llama they're long you know like no no i'm not that bad Um, okay it was it was the sin it was the syntax and grammar that that really got me um so uh so yeah like uh so when i got to high school i I picked sign language as my foreign language because I always said, you know, I'm going to go deaf before I go Spanish. <laughs> deaf before I go French. Um, never mind. It's a really bad joke that I made in high school. Um, You're doing we great. Told, we, told, we told you you had some more bad jokes for us. Hey, I always have bad jokes. It wasn't good back then. No, it wasn't good back then. It's not good now. I like, I will admit that. It did not age well. What, what, what language did you do, TJ? Uh, Spanish. I did like, I think technically four years too. I did like two in college and two in high school. I wasn't too bad, but I thought, I mean, it's easier. It makes more sense than English, honestly. Like I know I speak English, but just it's like when we'll have like multiple words for like the same meaning. Can you imagine coming here and like learning? Like even I'm like, I don't know. Well, because English is a, English is a, uh, uh, the best, the best way to put it is like, it's a, it's a, it's a mixture of a bunch of different languages, basically. So while English is now on, on its own, because it's been around long enough to do that, but it's just kind of like a bastardization of a bunch of different languages. <laughs> so. I, I just think about uh, like oh. animals too, like mouse, mice, goose, geese. 
And is a moose meese? I don't think a moose is meese, is it? No. Mooses. Oh my goodness. All right. I never, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. All right. Oh, TJ, I, got, I got a question. I got a question. Thank you. Uh, Megan, um, are you and Ryan are climbing like the top of every state, correct? Yes, we are. How many um, have you knocked out? Well, one. Um, <laughs> Off to a great That's start. more than I've got done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, that is our big plan for this year. Um, his family has some health issues right now that we are staying home with them for right now. Um, but we plan to conquer a lot of them. And so we're doing the 50 high points. It's the highest point or peak in each state. And some of them are super challenging and some of them are very easy, like Florida. But it's kind of a side project. I will be at the Austin, Las Vegas, and Nashville one, just so you know. All right. I'll be at the Austin one. Let's go. I'm, I'm in wherever. The Austin one. Uh, where is the tallest point in Texas? can't remember that. I, I used to know that. I can't remember it. I don't know right off the top of my head. Is it Mount Bunnell? No. It doesn't oh, okay. sound familiar. No. Well, that are, there's a lot of them. <laughs> That's it. Wait. There was something you sent me a video on a while back of your uh it, it was a it was a really long hike that it was like it took like a couple of weeks to do. Hmm. You remember what I'm talking about? A couple of weeks. Maybe a couple of days. It was yeah, something you were so training I'm, for. I'm doing this awesome uh, endurance challenge is what it's called. It's, when does um, that start? It's on my 30th birthday, actually, in uh, August. Wow. So that'll be really fun. It's uh, called Eversting. And you climb up and down. Well, you climb up a mountain 13 times. You have 36 hours to do it. Once you do it, you climb the equivalent um, of feet elevation gained as Everest. So it's 29029. And so each climb is 2.3 miles and you gain 2300 feet in elevation. That sounds incredible. I'm just thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even comprehend what you just said. Where do you sleep? Do you sleep on the side of the mountain? Um, No, they have like a base camp. So there's... um, these I don't know if you guys don't follow like mountaineering people, but... There's um, this guy named Jesse Itchler. He's an entrepreneur. He also used to do music a long time ago. He's a writer. Um, and then Colin O'Brady. And he is like this crazy endurance guy. He was the first one to walk across Antarctica solo. And he climbed the 50 highest points in the U.S. in 24 days. And, um, <laughs> and All 50 so, of them in 24 days? All 50 of them, yeah. And you've done one in was, how many days? I think it's 24 days. Um Technically one in one day. One in one day. So yeah, they're just like their minds are all about doing like the impossible, like making shit happen right now. Um, right. So they started this endurance challenge, and it's actually been really cool because I've met some amazing people through that community, and a lot of them are really involved in music. So um, yeah, just people making making their dreams come true. That's awesome. And staying healthy while at it. And staying healthy, yes. Which I I I had another conversation. I, I talked to Pete Merluzzi for a while today, guys. Uh, he was well, for those of you we who don't know who that earlier. is. Yeah, we're he, just was, saying he, he should just talk for us on the podcast. So. Oh, <laughs> just, absolutely. Just overdub all of our voices. Yep. <laughs> 
I'm Zach. I'm Robin. It's all the same voice. I'm, yeah. I'm Megan. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but uh, but no, we were we were talking about how important it is on the road to stay healthy, mm-hmm. and I mean that's like that is the most important thing in my opinion, is eating right, exercising, and and getting good sleep. That is the key, especially when you're on like long term um, tours. And and so it's 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 really refreshing to hear you say that you're meeting a lot of musicians out there doing this kind of stuff, because um, it's obviously. Uh, keeping everybody in shape. Yeah, it's, I love it. And it's just like-minded people like willing to just grind for really slow results. So I think it's all kind of the same type of crazy. So right on, right on. Well, Megan, was there anything else that you wanted to, 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 that that we didn't touch on or that, that you wanted to say or close out with? Any suggestions to those that are in a relationship with an artist? (laughs) everyone's Um, girlfriends are watching yeah everyone's girlfriends are watching so (laughs) yeah my advice um be incredibly patient and um gosh that's that's a really good question i feel like i got something great for you hold on um (laughs) let me google this let me google it real (laughs) fast yeah um, be incredibly patient. And also it is so important to know, um, how important you are and not get sidetracked with, um, overwhelming support because, um, I feel like it's a career path or whatever you want to call it. It's a career path that can overwhelm a lot of the energy in a relationship. Um, everything feels like the most important phone call. Everything feels like it could be the big break, the most important deal, the most important tour. Um, and you, you want to be that support, but sometimes like, don't forget to take care of yourself and don't forget, um, you know, that, that you're, you're allowed to have needs and your career is important too. And, um, I think that can, it's really easy to get lost, especially if you're, um, a supporter by nature. So. I like that. I like that. Um, and, then, uh, and also, um, uh, to make sure that the, the thermostat in the hotel is very cold, right? Uh, always. Uh, yeah. yeah, and just turn it off when they go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, the first thing I do when I get to the hotel room, go all the way down. 69. Uh, yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. and just, what's that? And, and don't plug into the lamp, right, Zach? Yes, TJ taught me that. Hey, guys, nerd, nerd detention. Did you know if you plug in, you know how a little lamp on the side at a, at a hotel has a little spigot for your iPhone? Okay. Well, guess what? That doesn't put out adequate voltage. You need to plug it straight into the wall. Yep. Thank you, TJ. Oh, all right. You, you wake up with a 30% battery on your phone going, what the hell? <laughs> if you're lucky, maybe 30%. Yeah. Yeah. So, words of wisdom with Megan and TJ. I didn't ask this earlier, and someone just someone in the comments just mentioned it. What, like, what about Robin's crazy question? And I'm like, okay, it's not that crazy of a question. I've just asked it for three. three <laughs> Make it crazy, bro. Oh no, in a row. Curveball. Uh, no, no, it's just, it's just. I, I always like knowing, like, what are your five desert albums? And you can't you like a greatest hits compilation. Um, can can we ask that do... question again with a little enthusiasm? I was like, where are your, like, five, yeah, where's your like five greatest albums? <laughs> yeah, I don't bro, know. Whatever. Like, when did you know you wanted to be in the music industry? No, what are you? So like, if you're going, you're, you're going, you're gonna be stuck on a desert island. And what are your five albums that are not? Uh... No islands in a desert. 
No, but there's deserts on an island. So, uh, um... Did you know Antarctica is the biggest desert? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Did you know that ice is technically a rock? I learned that the other day. I also learned that the other day. Yeah. Did you know Antarctica is flat? Uh, do you know that ice is a solid and not a gas? Did you know that penguins don't live in Antarctica? I mean, polar bears. Polar bears don't live in Antarctica. Sorry. Did you? Did penguins you know... and polar bears don't live in the same area. Yeah. Nature at attention now. <laughs> did you? Do you know the um or? Let me rephrase this. Can you tell the difference between a male penguin and a female penguin by just looking at them? Yes, question mark? Well, I can't. But uh, <laughs> oh. I did. I learned uh, no. <laughs> that uh, most most penguins can't either. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, and, and we made it back to the island. So, yeah. um, <laughs> that was horrible. I, no, I'm, saying, I'm serious. It's a serious thing. I, I'll be honest, the the penguins that made it to Africa are the smartest ones. Like, they're warm weather, and they're like, you know, cold. It's great. Penguins are so cute. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll tell you all my favorite pickup line after she answers. Okay. Okay, my five albums, uh, I'm I'm stuck there forever. Like, this is the only music I can ever listen to ever again. Yes. I mean, there's a Chipotle on the island, but yeah. Yeah, and a Whole Foods. Other than that. Okay. And I'm alone. Yeah. Yeah. You have Skype. <laughs> you can't share other people's music though. Just your five albums. All right. Okay. So, th- I mean, this is like it's, it can't even be like your five favorite because it's got to be five to get you through. You know, you got to have every mood. See, she's really thinking about this. This, this is what Zach. You put Zach and I on the spot, and it's like that's why I threw a Nickelback album in there of all things. <laughs> okay. So I think my. This is a question, too, where, like, you know what you should say, right? But it's not necessarily how you feel. All right. I think my, like, classic album that I would take is Prince. Ooh. Purple Rain. Ooh. For a couple reasons. One, I tie it to really happy memories of my childhood. Um, And two, it's freaking great. Um, Linkin Park. Which album? Oh. Meteora. Oh, yes. 100%. So yeah. It's got to be. Um, oh, and then I got I got have a country one, which my current obsession is the Morgan Wallen's latest album, double album, Dangerous. The 30-song album? It, but, okay, usually artists release a double album, and you're like, that's too many songs. You listen to this album, and you're like, no, oh, literally wow. every song in this album is amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it, but I've heard nothing but amazing things. It is. I, I so like good. Morgan Wallen. I like it's, him a lot. He's so talented. It's just not even fair. You're like, <laughs> well, he's bringing the mullet back. And for that, I salute you. Yeah, he, he can do whatever he wants. He can bring it all back. Um, Gosh, what else? Righteous Vendetta. That's, ah, that's shout out. Shout out. Curse. Because there's not a new one. Hello. That's four. Go write um, an album. No, I actually like. I seriously do really love that album. It's great. Um, Coldplay. Oh. Head of Dreams. Okay. You really covered <laughs> okay, the game there. I like it. <laughs> you just made me think of an album that I forgot to put on mine, so I don't know which one I'm taking off. But how could I freaking forget the soundtrack to Rockstar? 
I thought the greatest soundtrack of all time. No, no, no. What's you that? can't do compilations. It's not oh. a compilation. No, 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 it's no, all no, songs that were written that, for the show. No, I'm not saying that yours is. I'm saying what oh, I was. She goes, I think right. I can do soundtracks. And I said, no, uh, you can't do compilations. Like, I won't do, I won't do like, uh, like greatest hits, comp- like those kind of compilations. And the reason I do that is because uh, nine times out of ten, the greatest hits are put together by the record company. So it's not the artist actually putting together a creative thing. Um, it's the record company just trying to capitalize more off the artist. Uh, and then um, I had another one that I always say, and I can't, I'll have to go back and watch an older episode <laughs> because there's two that I always throw up. That I, like, uh, you can't no, do this I've... So. I don't know. Oh, I also actually, I might do a Taylor Swift album too. And I think I got, a, I can't remember what I said, but Purple Rain, how did I not like throw that in there? Or maybe I yeah. did. I don't remember. So, you definitely mentioned Prince because you were saying like, oh, because I live where I live, I have to say Prince. So I know yeah, you, you mentioned Prince. Yeah. Um, that's a great album. And I can't like not have Purple Rain, like at least monthly. I just so love that uh, when he played the Super Bowl. Um, it rained. So. He pulled when he got there. They were they at like someone asked him and said, "Hey, do, is there anything that you need, you know, for, before the show tonight or for the show tonight?" Uh, and Prince is Prince said, "Yeah, can you make it rain?" And then he gets wow. up there and it actually starts raining right when he starts <laughs> Purple Rain. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. So uh, fun little. At least this is what the story that I've heard because now I've I've been proven wrong now several times on this show. But this is the story that I've 1985, heard about Purple Rain. baby. Um, but uh, apparently, uh, the recording that you hear on that album, on the Purple Rain album, the title cut is live, and it was like the third time they'd ever played it. Really? Yeah, and I, it, it's yeah, it's something crazy. Like it's like the th- the second or third time they'd ever played through the whole thing, and I believe that the original recording is actually longer. So not only are they, not only is the the track that you're listening to live. They were able to, they're so in time together as a band that they were able to actually, you know, splice it and shorten the song a little bit. Wow. So that's amazing. Uh, such, such analog, so they had to like, you know, they literally cut, cut the, the tape, cut the two inch tape. So oh, man, I wow. watched a video of someone doing that, like going through and like cutting tape and pasting oh. it together. Watch the Bee Gees yeah. documentary. Yeah. They do a full segment on that. That shit it's scares wild. me. Like, if you fuck that up, it you just you just fuck everything. Uh, uh, true story, boys. I did a little of that back in my day. Really? Yep. Because my teacher there. was like, if you don't learn analog, forget digital. Like you got to learn, you know, the roots before you can learn the new stuff. I was like, okay. I like your teacher. I did like I did like a semester at like a audio program school, whatever. It was fun for a little bit, but it wasn't my jam. Hey, now here I am, good teacher. Yeah, that was fun. Mr. Sterling. Sterling. Shout out, bro. Thanks for teaching me splicing for a semester. (laughs) Right on, right on. Um, Cool. Well, so anything else you wanted to add in, miss? Yeah, I don't think so. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining. Yeah, this was fun. Awesome to hang out with you. I, 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 um... I had joked around with y'all a long time ago, and I meant it when I said it. We at that game night, uh, I'd love to get both of y'all on here, uh, you and Ryan. So if y'all ever want to come back on, you're always welcome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'll be fun. And I still want to have a game night. Thank you. Yeah, we need to have a game night. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what's that game we used to play? Quiplash. Yeah, Quiplash. 
Quiplash. That's yeah, it. It was Quiplash. Anyway. And, and then, uh, um, what is the other one? Mur- is it Murder Floor? Or Killing for the Killing Floor? I didn't floor. like um, I don't like that one. Oh, I thought that one was so Quiplash much fun. Quiplash. I like trivia my, questions, nope. though. Not, no trivia here, dude. Quiplash. I like making people <laughs> laugh. That's right. But, uh, yeah, it's, anyway. all, it's all part of Jackbox games. So. Jackbox.tv. Anyway, all right. For everyone who tuned in, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is always a pleasure to uh, hang out with you guys. Uh, please go subscribe on our YouTube page so that you never miss a Rock Detention episode. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Mr. TJ. Hey, uh Thank you, Megan, again. This was fun. Thank you all for watching, tuning in, first-timers, old-timers, whatever. We love you all. Over to you, Robin. This was always fun. I always enjoy having, you know, in-depth, deep conversation with someone who actually really, really cares about the artists that they're with, the music industry, you know, all that stuff. It's it's just, it's always fun to get other people's viewpoints on all of this. So, uh, yeah, this was, this was fun. So, uh, yes, thank you for, for caring, wondering, in the corner. Oh, we were so, so close. We yes, were that so is a fully <laughs> nerf gun in the corner. For none of you wondering. For everyone wondering. Everyone and wonders. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. We do appreciate y'all being here. This was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, class dismissed. Is this thing still nope, rolling? keep going. <laughs> Thank you.